what's up, y'all? Welcome to Soul Sisters, where we shed our light. Today, 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 we're going to be talking about church culture. Church culture. What is church culture? I'm glad you asked. Church culture is basically like customs, traditions, a certain style that mainly black churches have. Well, I can only say black churches because that's what I've mainly been to. Um, yeah, me too. And basically beliefs too. Yeah, beliefs and how so many ways the church should go, how you should be dressed, how you should sing, how you should act. Yes. Uh, just how you should be as a person and especially as a Christian. To at least be accepted. Yeah, and it's almost church. like sometimes, it's not all the time, but sometimes, like, if you don't follow those traditions or those customs that the black people created, it's almost like you're displeasing a God. Right. So, you know, we ain't speaking for all the churches, y'all. We, you know, we get some good ones and, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So, we asked a question on Instagram, basically just asking about uh, what is your church experience. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that much feedback from the Instagram question, but we didn't. That's all right. We're going to read what we do have. Um. Okay, for one, I was talking to somebody last night, I believe, and they were telling me their experience with the church was, I would say maybe not the best. He said he didn't like how he used to be in church for hours or have one service and then got to go back for another service. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's like, you know, is that necessary that you, did you need all of that church for the day? Right. Also he said, uh, he was playing in the church and one time the pastors, he was playing the keys, I believe. Yeah. And the pastor said something like he was playing too jazzy. Mm. So, in a way, I believe that kind of... Discouraged him. Yeah, left a little bit of residue on him. In a way. Yeah. And discouraged him, of course. Because you, cause you're thinking, like, I'm playing the only way I know how to play. So, you're saying it's not good enough to please God? Right. But that's not the case. That's just man not being pleased with it. Man wanting certain stuff their way. Yep. Which is basically where the term church culture... I don't even know if it's an actual term, but that's where the term comes from, like, the, the word. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's a lot of stuff that happens in the church that can be discouraging to somebody that's trying to go closer to God. And y'all got to excuse me, too. Like, I'm a little congested. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but... <laughs> but, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that, um... Well, some stuff I've experienced in the church that kind of did make me stray from God, especially when it was probably like about four years ago. And I was, um, I didn't have a genuine relationship with God, but I was trying to grow a relationship with God. And, you know, one of my things is fashion. So I always just kind of wear what I wanted to wear. And um, some of the people in my church, didn't agree with what I chose to wear. And instead of coming to me in love, 
they would go to press about me. And um, I mean, it is what it is. And at the time, when you're trying to grow close to God and you have people, older people in a ch- that's been in church their whole life, talk about God and got these titles and stuff, but these people aren't showing you the love that we hear that God has. It kind of makes you question God when in reality, it's not, that's not of God. That's just man's way of, you know, man's way of being. Yeah. So I see why a lot of people, especially younger people, don't like going to church because it's not really about God anymore in a lot of churches. It's more so about a show and just pleasing the people around you. Yeah, it is. And I see, I think that's why I'm glad we at a point now where we realize, like, you got to go to church and kind of make your own experience. I mean, for yourself. Yeah. Because I feel like we get to the point, like, we realize we can't focus on what other people thinking, what they doing, what they saying. Mm-hmm. It's really like you gotta you in this life trying to fight this for yourself, you know, to be pleasing to God, to make it into heaven, to do yeah. his will. And I don't know about you, but for me sometimes that's stressful. Because yeah. I, I wanna do you know, sometimes I wanna do what I wanna do. Right. But at the end of the day I don't wanna face the consequences of guilt and of uh, disappointing him. Or being disobedient. And then so I, that's what made me come back to the light. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times when I well, I know for me, when I do stuff that I know is not pleasing to God that I used to do before I had a relationship with God that I enjoyed. It's like I don't even enjoy it like I used to. Yeah, it's like I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will the Holy Spirit will check you. Mm-hmm. It would check you like, and it was sitting, and it was sitting there and resting you until you like, God, I can't do what I want <laughs> <Right>. to do. <laughs> right. For instance, okay, I, it just came to me like I had a little slipping moment. Um, in my little, you know, in my Christian walk, um, I think last week or two. Anyway, y'all, it was I was going back and forth with someone. That I shouldn't have, you know, I got in my, I got in my emotions and I allowed myself to get out of character. And y'all, when I say immediately after I was like, um, I was flooded with conviction, I'm like, Lord Jesus, how did I get here? And it was to the point, like, you know, when you get so upset, you're, you're, um, it's like you can feel your your spirit being disrupted. Yeah. I was like, Lord, how did I get here? But anyways, like I had to go back and apologize to people. I didn't go apolog- go back and apologize to the main source because I, I want to be honest with my apology. Right. And I'm, I don't think I'm there. And that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just being honest with you. So, I mean, like, it's going to be some slips, but I think we need to really just encourage people to not get so wrapped up in traditions and or the church culture that like God isn't this just like this angry God. Right. That sometimes I feel like when I was growing up, 
I almost looked at God as someone, I don't want to say mean, but almost like, man, I don't do this right. I don't do this right. Yeah. I'm going to hell. God is upset. God is angry. So it's like, I'm being so hard on myself when God ain't even, ain't even looking at me like that. Mm-hmm. He's like the total opposite of what I used to see him as. So I don't even know why I brought. I don't know. I mean, maybe just hearing people talk about it and so, sermons. Yeah, that's all I'm about to say is the fear comes because people instill the fear in you while you're in church, like growing up. Yeah. A lot, especially a lot of olden churches, because it was instilled in them. Like, yep, it was to the point. Like even my grandma, God rest her soul. She didn't wear no jewelry. She didn't wear pants. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. No makeup. You can. Yeah. What else what is, was it? Uh, you better not came in there with no sneakers. Oh, yeah. Like, if you wore that type of stuff, they'll look at you like you a Jezebel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you yep. going to hell. Like, all of that. And that's why I feel like the people that grew up in those type of times were the right people to grow up in those type of times. Because I can imagine... I really won't pay that no mind somebody come to me with that. But I realized yeah. back in the day, they really paid that some mind because they felt like that was the only right way. And that's probably all they really knew, though. You got to think. I'm pretty sure we're exposed to more ways of life than what they were. Exactly, yep. So we see how there's more than what we are just being told, what we were taught growing exactly. up. Exactly. So we question more because we see more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Versus them, they was in, like you said, they was in church for hours, shoot, almost the whole day. I mean, they didn't really have much else to do as far as like entertainment. No. And I honestly can't say that that's necessarily like a bad thing because that kind of keeps you focused on God. If you were in church all day, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I can't agree with that because I feel like. You going through all that church, this, that, and the third, and you having all these struggles. Imagine coming yeah. back in the day, those strict rules coming out that, let's say, um, you trying to come out that you was gay, come out that you had sex. It's oh, like you, yeah. you burying all this inside of you internally because you're so afraid to come to this right. strict custom. And believe, you know, and what they may say. I can't imagine being back then. Because, like, how we were just talking about how they would look at you crazy for wearing pants. Imagine coming out saying you got a baby on the way and you're not married or something. Exactly. So, I don't feel like it was, they were just focusing on God. Yeah. They made it feel like it was no other way out. I don't know. Dang. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> You had a um another experience. Um, my well, I don't think I talked about my experience for real. Um, I I never really had. I mean, for me, I don't feel like I had a bad experience in church. Uh, um, no, no one has ever really rubbed me the wrong way with what they said. Um. I'm really trying to think. No, I never had a bad experience with church. That's not really... Uh, I mean, I can say maybe my experience as a uh, 
pastor's daughter. Maybe that's a little different. I know I sometimes when I tell people I'm a pastor's daughter, uh, like for instance, one time I was at work and I was literally just, um, <laughs> it was some song playing and I was bouncing my shoulders or something. The lady was looking at me crazy like, ain't you a pastor's daughter? I'm like, what? I'm not allowed to bounce my shoulders now. Right. So it's almost like I'm I'm held at this higher standard than any other child because my dad is a pastor. And I can't say it's a bad thing, to be honest with you. No. But I see both good and bad because it almost makes me feel like I got to be perfect. And if I mess up any type of way, I have called shame on my my family this is how I be thinking. My family and myself and others. So almost like it keeps me trying to walk straight in a way. But in a way it almost makes me feel like. It makes me feel like dang. You know pressure. You know you can't fall off. Right. And it's crazy that some of them same people. Be the main ones saying how Christians are so judgmental. Don't judge me. Only God can judge me. But you saying you a PK, they sit and judge you if you bounce your shoulders. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's what I'm like. And it had to get, I had to get to the point. Honestly, I'm just getting to the point <laughs> of just really not caring what people got to say. Especially something like, I just saw somebody that said, like, if I wouldn't take your advice from you, I'm definitely not trying to hear what you got to say about me. Something like that, but. And I don't mean that in a way like when you disrespecting somebody or not taking their thoughts in consideration if it's worthy, but... Right. That's a good point. If it's worthy. If it's worthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like you, like you said, I mean, our salvation is our own salvation. Our convictions are our own convictions. And some stuff you know is right and you know is wrong. Let's not get it twisted. And I just feel like the church culture is just mean at times fake <laughs> um it's just like a front like everybody want to dress the same everybody want to shout the same worship the same sing the same <laughs> it's almost like it's, almost, and it's yeah and it's like i'm i'm my own person and me looking at that almost could make a person feel like they're not good enough because they don't worship the same way you worship. They don't dress how you dress, talk how you talk. Yeah. That they're not worthy. I went to this service with um, young adults that was in the same district. And then um, there was a type, and I'm not knocking it. There was a type that go out there and like they're playing like, you gonna shout tonight? You gonna shout tonight? Uh -huh. And I'm looking like, <laughs> I know goodness what, I'm not about to shout. <laughs> right, right. You know, and I'm not even saying that shouting hat has to be led by the spirit. It could just be like you just happy and you happy in the Lord and just start shouting. But as for me, I'm just that's that's not my character. So in that moment I felt like, dang, maybe I'm not doing am I doing the right thing? And then, and then once we get out there, lo and behold, they over there shouting going crazy. And I'm just doing my little clap and two stuff. But I mean at the time that was I was like maybe 13, 12, younger like and those, you know, that age, but now I realize, yo, the way you praise God is the way you praise God. Exactly. And that's where the, that can be like you sitting down crying mm. or your hands in air worshiping. 
yeah. playing an instrument. It's worship comes in different ways. It's almost like the the church culture takes away the genuine relationship you have with God because you're so busy trying to fit into a certain look, a certain group of people that your genuineness gets lost in that. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, when do you, like you said, when do you just like be yourself? Cause I know I'm not the type to just, I mean, unless God want me to get up and shout, <laughs> I'm not going to get up and shout. Yeah. That's just not me. But you, but a person could look at me and be like, Oh, well she just need more of the Holy ghost. Or I know this one person, he was like, Basically, you're not saved if you don't speak in tongues. What in the world? I, I can't agree with that. And I feel like people that do speak in tongues don't necessarily mean <laughs> that they're saved either. Exactly, yeah. It can go both ways. People that sit and shout and look the part. A lot of them people, like I said, be mean, corrupt. As long as you look like you you a Christian, you good, I guess. yeah. I also had some good experiences in church. I, don't, oh, yeah. I actually had a lot of good experiences in church. Um, I miss, or I used to like, um, I always like being with the youth, the kids. The fact that I say youth, that makes, I can see, yep, she's a church girl, the youth. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, I used to like being with the kids, um, singing with the young adults. I like, I enjoy that. Yeah. I like being surrounded with people my age. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm older, I will say, like, I didn't used to pay attention to the word, but now, um, that I'm older, I'm more into the word now, so I actually look forward to the word, the yeah. music, um, for real, <laughs> <laughs> um, what else, church culture, I mean, it's, it's, you get, like you said, it's, positives and negatives to everything right. so but it's some good stuff I, i've had and i have some of my best laughs in church yeah so i mean you know <laughs> we got so many like customs and stuff at church you know you got testimony service somebody pass out what you got to get a blanket i know one lady's always pass out at church everybody will get the white cloth i don't know I mean, what's your good experiences? Yeah, like you said, like I've been in church my whole entire life like, since I was <laughs> yep. a baby. Been singing in the choir since I was two, and music is definitely my form, one of my forms of worship. She be singing, y'all singing. That's one too. <laughs> sure don't mind crying. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I've definitely had some um, great experiences, and even now I realize because when I first Cause I had stopped going to church when I was like six, I think I was like 15, 16 for maybe like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started going to press church. And at first I would just kind of like sit in the audience. Then I started singing in the choir a little bit, but I would never lead no songs. And now I'm at the point where I'm the worship leader. I remember the first time I heard you sing, girl, I was over there crying. <laughs> Y'all was singing. It was you and TJ. Y'all was singing Blessed Trinity. Mr. Young um, said, sing that. Man, y'all was harmonizing. I'm like, yeah. I was a little over there crying to get myself together. 
I was like, hood, and you weren't even doing much. But that just goes to show, that shows me how much I've grown in Christ. I was just about to say that I've really seen how you have grown in Christ over the years, like, definitely becoming more free yeah. in your worship. And that's beautiful to see. Because honestly, I was the type, like, I wouldn't even, at a church I ain't know, like, I ain't want to lead no song. I definitely wasn't trying to be no director or nothing. Right. But it just kind of fell into place that way. And as time went on, like, I just see how it's, like, really just molding me. I don't know what for, but. Exactly. It's molding you for something greater. And we just want people to know, like. Church hurt is a real thing. Like, a, a lot of people get hurt in the church. Even yeah. my parents. Like, my dad. He experienced a lot of church hurt. And growing up, I was around. So, I saw that. And I see how that can make a person not really want to deal with church people. And listen, I've seen And not only her dad. I've seen my dad go through some church hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never... Seen someone go through something like that before, especially now that I'm older, knowing more, can relate more, I guess I could say. And my thing about my dad is, like, he's the type of person that I feel like he means it when he says, for God I die, for God I live. Yeah. Because he always put God first in everything. And the way that he handled his church hurt, was crazy to me. It showed strength. And to me also, it showed that his just, his trust was in God alone. His hope was in God alone. Mm. And some people don't come out on the other side like that. Some people, it, it weighs on them. And they can't seem to get out of that church church and realize that's the church. They ain't got nothing to do right. with God. Yep. And that's my thing. I hate when people, um, Cause sometimes I feel like when you speak on church, you kind of like in a way. Sometimes you speaking on God. It just it's especially to an unbeliever, I should say. Yeah. And that's what it do. This one dude at church, he was like, I mean, at church at work, he was like, man, Christian, the worst Christians are the worst I'm people. I'm telling you. I said they're not the worst people. Them fake. <laughs> I, don't like I just feel like it's either you are a Christian or no, you ain't a Christian. Right. The ones that claim to be Christians, but you're not living yeah. a godly life. That's it's not of God. And I can understand, you know, we all, all of, all of us, nobody greater, we're going to all slip and fall. Yeah. But it's like, what you going to do after those slips and after those falls? Are you going to try to do better? You know. And God genuinely is love. If you can't show your brothers and sisters love, how are you living? <laughs> how are you living a godly life? Girl. And it's so weird. The same way I got into it with that lady. That's about all what the scriptures were saying, like, love your brother, love your yeah. sister, love your neighbor. I'm like, Lord. And it's so hard, man. I'm like, love them. Yeah. I ain't, you know, I'm like, I'm working on it. Because you know, some people are strictly put into your life for however long just to try you, I feel, like, to see. To test, test your faith. Yep. And, yeah, the test, like, are you going to fold or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> Even yeah. at work, man. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, God, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they would say this is God or the devil, but some things will kind of keep, I would say it's God sometimes, like, keep getting placed in your life, keep happening. 
just in different forms or different ways. It's almost just like a learning experience. How right. you gonna? What have you learned? And to yeah, to, just to see if you gonna react basically the same way you would the first time it happened. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like that's another way to see how much you've grown too. Yes, and and, if, and to see how much you've grown, and also to see what you need to work on. Right. It's also what you need to work on. Because I just don't like nobody having that much power to power over me and my body and my mind that is just disrupting what's going on over here. Okay. So I don't got time for that. So I, I, I noticed that after that situation, I was like, okay, I got some work on. I got to work on some things. It ain't perfect, but it was a learning experience. So as far as getting genuinely connected to God... How was your experience, or what? How did you get to that point? Ooh, and that's a story to tell. Well, I try to give you the condensed version of the story. Um, about four years ago, dang, went on four years ago in twenty seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, four years ago, I was out here not wilding, but I was very depressed and just going through a lot of changes, losing people that I thought would be in my life forever and just letting go of stuff and just fit, really feeling alone. I started smoking hard, drinking, and just just hanging with the wrong people. And I remember, well, actually, this was, like, all of this was tied together. And throughout my time, I like smoking. I would also eat edibles sometimes. And I remember one day I was sitting on the bed I was just so sad. I was sitting inside my bed, on my bed, just bawling my eyes out, just talking to God. I was like, God, if you just take this away from me, I will do whatever it is you want me to do, go wherever it is you want me to go, say whatever it is you want me to say. I give you my life. I, I was literally crying out to God because yeah. I didn't know where else to go. I didn't know what, who else to call. Like Everybody was just kind of going through it. Right. <laughs> Man, in that instance... Like, I felt the most peace, like, just rush over me, yo. Mm. And I, it was, like, a, a supernatural type of thing. Because I'm telling you, like, when I be crying, I really be crying. Like, I get to the, I think it's, like, um, what you call it? When you, like, <clears throat> like, you can't, it's Ooh. hard to catch your breath. I be well, like, that's that. a cry. That ain't, I don't think I had one of them in a minute. <laughs> Shoot. And I was crying like that. And then next thing I know, I was just, like, silent. And I just, I just felt so, like, comforted. And, like, everything was going to be okay. Yeah. That's when I really knew God was real. Because I'm telling you, I was at a point where I I had nothing. I felt like I had... Mm, I felt like I had nothing to live for. Like, I can't make this up. That's why when people be like, they don't believe in God, or how do you know God's real? How can you believe in somebody you yeah. can't see, or... You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to have your own personal experience with God. And it it normally happens when you don't have nowhere else to go. When you at your lowest. <laughs> yep. When you really desperate for some something, some type of a relief. Something to get me out of this. Right. I'm telling you, God will show up. All you got to do is just, just talk to him. You ain't got to have no specific prayer. I ain't even really know how to pray. Like, yeah. Especially like a genuine prayer, but it man, ever since that day, I mean, I did, I did, I was wild a little bit after that, but 
You and Wally, you was going through your process. Yeah, you're right. After that, it was like God just showed me genuine love and how to love myself. and That's that's the key thing. Like, just really getting to a point where God is the first person and the last that you go to for everything. You talk to him like how you would your friends. I mean, anything. Even if you don't necessarily believe what you're saying, you don't even you can't even necessarily see how it's gonna get better. Nope. Even with this situation with my dad, I'm telling you, like my dad was in the hospital. Like it's been a couple weeks ago now, and I ain't know that was like the hardest thing. Well, I ain't trying to get out here crying. Um, let it go. That was the hardest thing, man. Especially though that first like couple of days. I ain't never seen my dad like that. But it, even when he was going through it, I'm talking about the same day that we was trying to get him up off the floor. He was hysterically crying. He was still just talking about God. And when he was in the hospital, he was just saying his faith is in God. And yeah. He was just thanking God for him still being here. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Like. Even we don't see your way out. Just say thank you, Lord. Yeah, like it's 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 as simple as a thank you. That's it. Yep, that's it. But if I had to give you any advice, I would just say quiet, quiet all the um, opinions and people around you, and really just talk to God for yourself. Read your read the Bible. Even if you got to get a different version of the Bible that you can understand, you ain't even got to read a lot. Just start somewhere. Just start by. Just talking to God genuinely, and I'm telling you, you will notice a change, man. Yeah, you will. But what about you? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Try to get myself together. <laughs> Golly. Um, when I got my first genuine connection, um, my I can't even tell you an exact moment. It's like one of those things where you get through it and you like and you, then you look back and it's like oh snap god yeah you got me through that lord got me crying again what in the world but um take your time <laughs> um things that i just um never thought I'd have to experience in this lifetime. I never thought that I would do. Um, Y'all just don't know. (laughs) But when I look back on my life, it's like, there was nothing but God that got me through what I was going through like y'all only see what I tell you or right read what I tell you but you know you don't know the ins and outs and the many nights of just me going and going and going going here and going there just to avoid what was in my mm. face and then I got to the point where I was like I'm tired okay So when, um, but everything in your life is so, it's like, it all is for a purpose. Mm -hmm. 
And God, I'm so, I'm like, I'm so thankful for my story, like every part of my story, because to see who I am today, like I know for a fact God is real. The things he's brought me through, I know for a fact God is real. Moments where I was going through, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to pray about it. Um, I didn't know how to have a conversation with God. And even in the midst of those moments, because of his goodness and his mercy and his love, he would still talk to me and encourage me. It would be many times I was in church. And it was like, it was like my dad knew exactly what I was going through. Like my inner thoughts, my inner secrets. I'm like, yo, what's going on? I remember one day, I remember I had a room, I had this yellow dress. He was just preaching his sermon. I told him I needed a CD after he was done. And I was like, yo, I just sat in the chair and cried. <laughs> I mean, I won't hop. You know, you know how you be crying and jumping and stuff. Yeah. I was sitting there calm and still and was crying. I was like, God, I know this is you. Yeah. Cause no one knows what I'm feeling. No one knows all these details and stuff that I've been through but and what him. I've done. But yet you use this person to <laughs> you use this person to preach to my exact situation. You right. and somebody gonna tell me God ain't real. I'm telling you, that's no. why nobody could ever convince me otherwise. No. Cause I've had you gotta have a personal experience with God. I don't know how you you personally are gonna have that experience, but I know just asking God to reveal himself to you, he will. He will. <laughs> I mean, you. I tell people, just try him. Right. If you don't know what, I mean, just try him. You, I remember my daddy said something. He was like, everybody try everything else before they try God. But I'm telling it sounds old school and crazy, but I'm just saying, give him a try. Give him a try. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, he would change your life. Listen, like, even now, y'all, I'm not perfect. I'm, no. I'm working on myself. Ain't nobody perfect, but I'm working on myself. I still fall. Yep. I still need to be on my knees every night asking the Lord for forgiveness. Yes. But I'm trying to, like, I really want to do his will, and I really want to tell people about him. And just yes. let them just to get a little taste of what I got, this God I got in my life. Right. Because he will shift you. And I think one of the... the one of the most genuine ways to do that to draw people to God is through just being yourself using your loving yes. personality and your, you know your humor however whatever this guy yes. is giving you will draw the right people to you if you're trying to do what it is that God has called you to do exactly be yourself and live for God that's a combo right there and that's that's what I meant about like the whole church culture thing like it's good to go to church. It's good to be around other believers and just worship together. But you definitely have to be around like genuine believers and have a genuine relationship with God for yourself. So even if you are in a in a, a place where, let's say they're not really of God, you're able to discern that and not get caught up in it. Yeah, you know exactly. Not be afraid to leave that, and, and God will definitely lead you to the people. Who are really following him and worshiping him and living with him? Yeah. Trust me, you'll stand out. Yep. That's I think that's like that's a good point. That's two key factors. Be yourself. 
and do your best to live for God and just watch what God would do with just that with just that yeah and you unpack so many without even know it without even knowing it telling you and it's necessary I mean somebody you are here for a purpose I mean it's it's your life is necessary yes Dang, I was up here ugly crying, y'all. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Thank God we ain't got no video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, damn, what else we had? That was it. That was really it. Yeah, man. So, y'all, we, um, we came to y'all. We, we, we thank y'all for uh, listening. Um, some of y'all tried to enter... You know, um, a comment or something to the to the question, but or answer to the question, but someone was mixing up. So we thank y'all for trying at least. Um, thank we'll y'all. be back next month, December, it's the end of the year, yo. Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two. All right, y'all, but uh, good riddance. Oh, hold on. Before we go, we got a fiance on the line now. <laughs> oh! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, a fiance. <laughs> y'all. Sounding different. Looking different. Go on ahead. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Oh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> y'all, our director or uh, producer said we need to wrap it up. But yeah, y'all, I'm thankful. Thankful to God. He's blessed me with someone who loves me unconditionally. Period. And um, that's pretty much it, y'all. We, I've been enjoying this podcast. Yeah, we've been rocking it out, and we're gonna keep our word, y'all, by any Next means month. necessary. Got y'all in December. Period. 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 Until then, we love y'all. <laughs> love y'all, deuces. Good night. Good morning. Bye. Oh, like, comment, and subscribe. Oh. Share with somebody. You know. Oh yeah, we love y'all for real though. For real. For real. For real. All right, y'all. We out.